another spin-off episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. I'm one half of your co-hosts. I'd tell you, but I'm not supposed to use that kind of language in front of children. I'm Zach Main, and I'm here with... I'm... Er... Sorry. No way, Manta Ray. I'm Alex Beardsley. And we're here to talk about Camp Coral, SpongeBob's Under Years, Season 1, Episode 1, The Jellyfish Kid. That's that's a mouthful. It is for sure. I did not. Yeah, I didn't until today. I didn't know about the SpongeBob's Under Years yeah. subtitle. Right. Yeah, I actually didn't either. <laughs> like that's very silly. I don't know. I don't think that really needs to be there. You know. But whatevs. Yeah, I mean, I guess it explains what the show is. But yeah. Like, do you really need it? I mean, for, I, for mm. like some person, or I guess. I don't know. That's the thing. Well, Who if anyone for? if anyone searches the word SpongeBob, that, it'll show yeah. up. I get what you're saying. That because that it's makes in sense, the title, for sure. Maybe. Yeah, no doubt. Um, that that that's got to be it. <laughs> but yeah, this is a SpongeBob episode. But of course, it's not the usual SpongeBob that we do, where we're in the middle of season four. This is a side quest because it's SpongeBob, but it's a new series that aired. What this year, right? Um, we didn't look yeah, up the air date yet. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Or wait, was it? Yeah, it had to be 2021, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure because it aired with uh, the beginning of Paramount Plus. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was this year. Yeah, so it is 2021. Um, it doesn't really say a date. <laughs> it just says the year. Oh, Classic. June. Wait, what? Not June. Uh, April, April 2nd. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, uh, it it is from this year. Yeah. That confirms it. And, of course, it's a spinoff of SpongeBob where everybody goes to camp together, all the characters. It doesn't make sense with the show. At least from anything I've seen. Not yet. But yeah, I, they don't ex- supposedly it, they do explain things as it goes on. Yeah, that's, that's what, what we've been that's what we've been told. Um, but we don't know exactly what that is yet, so we can't speak on it. We're just gonna talk about the episode for what it is. I mean, I haven't seen all of it. I've seen a few more episodes than this. This is your first uh look into the show, right? Yeah. I didn't see any of it yet. This was the first time. So yeah, yeah. Fun so stuff. Before we get to that, uh, what's going on? This has been a week since the episode. We've been on a weekly basis now. That's been nice. Yeah. So, uh, just to get them out, I assume people like listening to them. Yeah. That we can deliver that more frequently. Hopefully, uh, they don't care that it's Camp Coral this week. Yeah. The. The side quest episodes don't normally get as many listens as these. This is less of a the regular one. This is less of a side quest, though. I mean, it's still related. It is a side quest, but like, yeah, a tiny one. Yeah, but it'll still hit the same crowd. It's still SpongeBob, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, since it's a new SpongeBob thing, um, you know, that has been controversial in some ways, I guess. For sure. <clears throat> 
And, um, yeah, so it's kind of uh, something, I think it's not a bad idea to talk about it and, you know, kind of give it our review. And, uh, yeah, it's... Right, and controversial because uh, Steven Hillenberg had said to people before that he did not want a Spongebob spinoff and he wanted the show to remain just what it was as the legacy and then he died and then this came out soon after. That's Yeah, that's the way it seems. Um, According to anything, you know, you can really look at. I guess we don't really know his exact thoughts on the whole thing. But Right. These are just what the, I guess, the controversy was, what the rumors, I guess, were. You know, we're not saying that that's the way that things are and that it's like disgracing him or anything. But that was kind of what the general. That public... was the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know because I, I only like say that because. I started thinking about it that way because at first when I was like, oh, he didn't want this. This is like terrible that they're doing this. And maybe it is. I don't know. But um, that is like the the word on the street is that he didn't want there to be a prequel ever. Right. Um, and then the, there's also the Patrick Star show now. Too, right. Which breaks canon completely. It seems very strange that they would. Right. It would all of a sudden it'd be like, here's two new SpongeBob shows, which they were probably like trying to make happen forever. And he I mean, that is it. All the pieces line up where it's like, this is really weird that this is happening right after the dude dies, you know, Um, and it's weird. Yeah. But it makes sense. You know, like uh, they want to make money and SpongeBob is their moneymaker. Nickelodeon, that is. Right. And uh, they're like, hey, we could just do all SpongeBob content. Yeah, especially because like this would have a different production team in a way, at least right. the people doing the animation, because the animation is done with CGI and is completely 3D uh, as opposed to I, I'm pretty sure Patrick Starr shows 2D like SpongeBob. It, yeah, I think so. It looks that way. But. um, Yeah, that would be interesting to watch that as well. Is that out yet? Yeah, yeah, there's been some episodes out, but it's only on TV. I still oh. might have a way to watch it, but, you know, it wasn't... Like, I'd have to get Hulu live just to be able to watch that. Yeah, I see. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's a weird time for SpongeBob where it's evolving into this, you know, thing that has spinoffs, and it's like, who, you know, that could go on forever, you know? <laughs> like, right. Uh, I mean, if two new shows are starting and SpongeBob's already been on for, you know, uh, 22 years now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo branched out and just started doing. Yeah, right. They had spinoffs. They, they had, can just have a new series, you know, like yeah. down the line where it's like about Larry the Lobster's life. You uh-huh. know, like, why not? Like people would watch it and you could have. It's just like the old uh, sitcoms, like Happy Days and then uh, Mork and Mindy. And like there was other spinoffs, too, yeah. I think, to Happy Days. And I know it happened to a lot of sitcoms, but it was like that way you can bring back these characters that people know and love. But you're seeing it from a different perspective and it's a new take on the same thing, you know, so it's easy mm-hmm. to just make a spinoff, you know, and as long as people are watching you know, there'll probably be more. I would actually, now that just saying it, I would like a Larry the Lobster show. I want to see that. It would be pretty cool. <laughs> um, 
But they, it can also go bad, right? I mean, Dragon Ball GT, you know, people probably thought Super wouldn't have happened because GT was just awful. I've still never actually, like, watched GT. I have some VHS tapes of it, though, that I got out of a dumpster. Is that what you're going to... I was like, someone's throwing these away? Is that what you're going (laughs) to watch, is those tapes exactly? Maybe. I mean, it's not the whole series. It's just, like, three or four tapes. Sure, yeah. Which probably have... (laughs) I know the... Didn't the old VHS tapes for DBZ only have, like, two episodes on them? It could be. I remember renting some, but I I don't remember exactly how many there were on each. I feel like there was not that many. <clears throat> yeah, I'm pretty sure the Rugrats ones were only like two episodes. And it's like you could definitely fit three episodes on a VHS tape. Like Right. Come yeah, on, there's guys. been some long VHSs. Right. Like they could hold more. They could go at least an hour and a half for sure. I think <laughs> usually the limit on, on a regular VHS tape was probably like two hours. Imagine you get the the VHS that's just like Goku powering up before like killing Frieza for two episodes. Like that's all you get to watch is powering up. Amazing. Like this is going to blow up in 5 minutes, two episodes later. Right, like all you watch is the the transitional until the real stuff happens. You're like a little kid, yeah, and you're like Oh my God, this is going to be great. I, I can't wait to go home and watch this. I spend all just... my money on this specific VHS set of, a, or it's just one VHS at a flea market. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> a flea market. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I rescued a box of random junk like a couple years ago and there was like Dragon Ball GT. There might've been a couple Dragon Ball Z tapes. You rescued it from getting, it was in the destroyed. dumpster. I'm pretty sure it was one of my uh, coworkers. Like he just threw it away. I was just like, what the fuck? I mean, one it, man's trash. It, 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 it's not really stuff that I want, but I do like VHS tapes, like especially Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball ones just because I like looking at the artwork and stuff and it's just it brings me brings me back to a different time yeah um, yeah and there was like Entourage DVDs in there which <laughs> it's like I'm never gonna watch that show again which I did watch like the first three seasons of it I remember like years ago just because you had them no just because one of my friends like when the show was new, this was only a couple years ago that I found this box and I was like it was like almost the complete series of Entourage I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I could look at it. I mean, if I sold the full set, I might be able to get, you know, like 20 bucks maybe. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, that wouldn't be bad. I mean, hey. Better than nothing. Maybe not. Who knows? That's the thing. Like, it's probably out of print. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, who still makes VHS tapes? Well, this is Entourage. The, those were DVDs. Oh, okay. Did that you ever watch sense. Entourage? No. Yeah, it's a dumb show. It's a dumb <laughs> HBO show that... Is just dumb. My coworker recommends it to me, but I watched some of it and I'm like, I don't know if this is something I would want to be into right now. I think I, I just liked it in high school, I think, because my friend liked it and we would watch it and it was like, yeah, this is so funny. <clears throat> but like nowadays, it's like, it's just like four douchebags, basically. Right. Like that's like the show. It's like, here's four Hollywood douchebags and their lives. Yeah. It's like, yeah, not something that really appeals to me anymore. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Times have changed. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, it's about time to get into some SpongeBob action. Yeah. So what do we say? SpongeBob scream or whatever. What? Milk shoots out your nose. I don't know. I'm thinking of the the lyrics to the new song. 
I was trying to think of something from this the new song to say just on the spot, but right instead of I only I, heard I, it once. Um, but it does say something about SpongeBob screams until yeah, milk streams out your nose. What kind of milk in this underwater universe? <laughs> right, squirrel milk. milk? Um, it's got to be squirrel milk. <clears throat> so these are the last two lines. If you want to say them, does it make any sense? There's one line after, like you would say this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when nature's calling, you'll see me hauling. I'm hitting the trail. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> We're back with season one, episode one, the jellyfish kid. Indeed. And this episode aired, of course, on April 2nd of 2021. It was written by Kaz. Uh, yeah. Storyboard director Brian Morante. Supervising directors Sherm Cohen and Dave Cunningham. CG supervisor, ooh, uh, John Cahoon. <laughs> Co-executive producers. There's a lot more credits on this one. Mark Secarelli. Secarelli. See, it's two C's though. Is that no? It's probably Cesarelli. 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 Jenny Monica and Vincent Waller popular name executive producer steven hillenberg i think that's it that's the last credit and that's it he's only an executive producer in in death (laughs) yeah that's kind of crazy i mean i'm sure his family gets royalties but it also says created by steven hillenberg but that's because the that's characters it. and the universe was his creation. You right. Know? That's what it says at the end of the intro, which I guess we should talk about the intro, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so the song, I mean, it's not as catchy as the regular one, I wouldn't say. Um, the animation's really cool. He's, oh, yeah. The animation of this show is really, really nice to look at. Yeah. 100. 100. Hunt it. So uh, we see like some familiar faces just in the intro, right? You see he like runs into Mrs. Puff, um, Patrick and Sandy, Squidward, Bubble Bass, and Kevin. You can see them all in the back. Uh, Plankton. Yeah, everyone's here. Right. Anchovies, uh, crabs, and Baby Pearl. Baby Pearl. Baby Pearl is is the the my favorite character. That's the name of my new band. Baby Pearl. Yeah. So yeah, the it's not a good song, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. It's not fun. not a big fan. It's just not catchy or memorable to me. I think that it's just Yeah, I mean, it it's not it has 
does not have the same staying power as the original. And I mean, sure, the original is kind of annoying in some, you know, way, but that's kind of the fun of it. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, it was ri- written by some of the regular cast, right? That was in the end credits. I guess, it said a lot of them were in on it. I guess also it's SpongeBob singing it. So that's like a difference as well, you know, where he's not. Yeah, he's not being sung about by a pirate man. Right. A painting of a head. Um, so yeah. The uh the during the credits, it's basically there's jellyfish up in the air. You see a net coming out of the tall grass trying to capture the jellyfish, but missing. And then you see SpongeBob jump out in excitement. He does catch one, but it like makes him roll like a I don't know. Rolling pin? Yeah. Um, and then he's like looking very excited or like proud of himself. Yeah. Um, this giant sign comes up in the back that says first catch. And it even has like a animatronic like net capturing a jellyfish. Right. And the jellyfish is even claps for him. Yeah. Like nicely done. And it just stays in the net. Spon- yeah. So SpongeBob's design in this is basically the same, although... He wears like a handkerchief around his neck instead of a tie. And he wears a hat. And like a red ball cap. And boots. It's like a. He's like a uh, Boy Scout kind of. That's like the look. Right. Um. So. He's at camp. Yeah. So he's at camp. And his, of course, this is like the classic SpongeBob thing. It starts with a dream and then it turns out it was a dream and his foghorn. Uh, alarm clock is going off and it's tiny in this it's not huge like right the old one. it's a smaller one and there's canned in... bread yeah of course oh man amazing <laughs> uh he so yeah basically he wakes up or yeah he's woken up by his alarm he's standing there with the alarm clock in his net instead of the jellyfish um and he's like in his underwear um just standing in his bed uh, he's got like a little picture of Mermaid Man pinned up to his wall and yeah. also some jellyfish. And Mermaid Man is still the young version. Right. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about that. Because that's what he would be at this time. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize he drew a rainbow like the imagination thing. Right, yeah. That jellyrific dream. It didn't register. A, he draws a rainbow with his net and then it turns into confetti. It's a cool little thing. Yeah, I uh, like the design of the room. Yeah, for sure, and the uh, just the aesthetic of it. Yeah, there's like a window sewed in, or a screen sewed into the top, you know, and you can see the sky. Yeah. Uh, canned bread, which is interesting. So Squidward was actually excited about canned bread because it's the first time he had seen it since being at camp. Yeah, and there I it guess is. it's not like the first time ever. It's like, oh. Do they have it? Right. Canned bread. Right. Yeah, so SpongeBob has all these X's on his calendar, nothing of note on them, but this day is jellyfishing day, and he's very excited to catch his first jellyfish. He rips his underwear off to reveal his clothes underneath. Yeah, so he was just wearing them under his underwear, but we did see his like little flaps hanging out um, before. His flappy folds. <clears throat> yeah, but it's a it's a funny little gag, and it's cool to see... That they have cool 
uh, over-exaggerated visual gags like this, even though they're in 3D, which would make it harder, you would think. Well, you got to do something with SpongeBob and his <clears throat> underwear. That's just like classic right there. And right. there, there is, you know, definitely they're trying to appeal to the older audience a little bit with their character choice and what have you, you know, um, like the extended characters. I felt like... Yeah. Even this opening, I was like, they're, oh, they're trying to do like a classic SpongeBob opening, you know, like, mm -hmm. Definitely. but in a different, you know, for a new show. So it's a and little they, different. They have some of the same writers, so that makes sense. Right. Like, so I wonder if he would write it as if it was like a regular SpongeBob episode, but, you know, different, obviously, because it's <clears throat> it's also one half hour long or like 20 minute episode instead of two smaller episodes. So it's right. longer than normal SpongeBob. Right. It's like the the introduction. And uh yeah, so Yeah, he like pops his hat out of his hole and it like becomes yeah, he, his hat. He just stores it in his hole. Right. Um he falls down into his like hiking boots, but they still got the like clown shoe, you know, toe like his shoes. Right. And he has the same socks. Yeah, same socks. There's a list Oh, look at that list on the wall. Yeah. Um, what does all of it say? Uh, don't disturb the junior counselor. Wash behind your fins. No sailor mouth. No late night laughter. All jazz must be smooth. That's a good one. And really, do not disturb the coun counselor. That means you, SpongeBob. Yeah, That's a good... Yeah. Background gag. Those are the rules listed up there. And look, he has a picture of Gary. Who oh, wow. left at home. Wow. Because snails live a long time, right? I guess, yeah. Maybe. Um, so, yeah, clearly that list was written by Squidward. Right. Um, Patrick, too. Well, yeah, because that's like Squidward's door is right there. It also has like a keep away sign. <clears throat> and we find out he's the counselor. So... We do see Patrick, who's under SpongeBob's bunk, like their bunk mates. But Patrick doesn't sleep in the bed part. He sucks himself to, or suctions himself to the underside of the top bunk. Yes, and uh, yeah, he's just chilling up there. He's like, "We're gonna go catch, or I'm gonna go catch my first ever jellyfish." SpongeBob has never caught a jellyfish before today. Yep. Um. And, and he was he just dreaming about it. And little does he know, it'll awaken something in him if he does. Right. And um, Patrick, still asleep, responds with, uh, tell the ballerinas I caught the gorilla. <laughs> and the then he like just tucks himself over and goes back to bed. Yeah. The, the clown has no penis. <laughs> Um, SpongeBob goes through this little, like, it's like a hamster, um, yeah, contraption. Very, uh, Mario and Rabbids. Yeah. Like or wait, that's glass actually pipes. the glass pipe I think is actually from Mario 3d world. I've never played that, but I think yeah. that's where that idea came from. Right. So SpongeBob like suctions himself into it and it goes up to Sandy's tree dome. She has like her own little room. Yeah. Most, probably because she's a girl. A girl, but she also... She has different needs. Needs to breathe oxygen. And of course... And wouldn't you know it, she's the only land critter in the whole camp. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, this kind of breaks the episode that we had just seen about the reason that she lives underwater as well as uh, her origin of being from Texas or the first time that they actually meet. Um, you know, if yeah. this is the same universe, then that breaks all the canon. But same with him knowing Squidward and Mr. Crab so intimately and, you know, the first time he meets Plankton and pretty much every character, right? Having a, uh, like... You know, he's obsessed with, like, Kevin, who's in the episode right. already. He's like, oh, I went to camp with him, you know? Right. He wouldn't be obsessive. But this is a different universe, right? I mean, I guess he might still be obsessive, but you would at least, like, know that they knew each other. Like, right. there would be some sort of rapport there. Like, oh, he, it's you again. Yeah, you know? he would like, know that it was SpongeBob. Right, like. And what he's like. Uh, so, yeah, Sandy looks cool. She's wearing glasses pink glasses yeah very cool she has braces on her two buck teeth yeah to keep them straight yeah i know i i did i knew that this does like totally nullify the like tree dome thing but i heard they do like come up with some explanation for it but um it later in the show that's what i heard anyway yeah i I, was uh, discussed on our discord i would like to see it yeah right that was on discord right okay um so yeah, um, in a in a way, I am intrigued. I would like to watch more of this, but yeah, just to know. I yeah, guess. yeah, just to see how it all goes and see what other references they're going to sneak in, because you know there's going to be good old references, um, which we love. You know, we're a nostalgia-driven generation. And yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, if you said boys, I was going to say so are they, the people listening. That's why you listen. You guys love nostalgia or your personal. F- friends fans of alex and myself yeah um (laughs) but yeah so i mean it is weird because it does it's like wait she's like from texas why is she even down here now she's not even supposed to be in the area like she talks about those texas summers and it's like what you spent your summers underwater yeah you're like a rich kid who like lying yeah cool aquatic like you're not this you're not who you say you are you yeah know? you're not just some country bumpkin right <laughs> um so anywho uh spongebob wakes her up about jellyfish day she sleeps on a hammock that's like held together between two sticks in the ground yeah or like little trees. there's like a grassy ground right it looks almost like turf yeah um, it's just pretty grass she karate chops him in like a reflex and he like shoots out of that the pipe and ends up bouncing off the walls and into uh squidward's counselor door and then he ends up wheeling him out on a dolly yes and uh you can see squidward has a painting in his room a can of soup yeah and it's like drippy though it's like it's got drip squidward is uh getting you know some of his artistic ability it's kind of a a cool yeah it's kind of a cool thing and i guess i mean probably the soup can is like a you know andy warhol reference but it's its own thing too with the drip Mm Mm-hmm. for sure i like it yeah squidward's actually a pretty decent artist here but he's in his 90s you know his pink his 90s like santa claus hat (laughs) spongebob's wheeling him and then he's like oh and he looks at the badge list and he, uh, like, just leaves Squidward wheeling. Um, he walks up, and he's like, you will be mine today, jellyfishing badge. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, he, he runs back to Squidward. 
And he's just wheeling him in a dolly on the beach like it's nothing. Yep. That's a good thing that you pointed out. It's so silly because, right, that would be impossible. Even on the seafloor, right? I mean, it wouldn't work. Right. It'd have to be a really light dolly somehow. Like like the wheels would be just getting stuck the whole time. But, um, yeah, somehow... I mean, totally unrealistic, this show. It's going to be hard to keep watching after that. Right. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, the design of this uh, this camp is really awesome. I, I love it. I love the visual part of the show the most, I think. That's my favorite part about it. But, For sure. Um, <laughs> and they're, like, in a an area enclosed with, like, giant undersea plants kelp or something you yeah know? But, but yeah big like plants it's so cool to see this world in in a 3d like this and i never watched the 2015 spongebob movie or the most recent one which Me are neither. both cg um so yeah. maybe they're cool i don't know but maybe they do that you know maybe you get to see some of the places in uh you know a fully 3d rendered world but um yeah, we'll have to watch. It's cool sometime. to see, you know, it's cool to see this area. Um, it is something interesting about it. And I can't remember exactly, but it kind of looks like I think it's the Goo Lagoon area of um, the Battle for Bikini Bottom game. It mm-hmm. kind of looks like the same kind of place to me, but I might be misremembering it. I don't know if that's a thing. But I wouldn't be surprised if, because they came out around the same yeah, general, it, you know, within a year of each other. Right. So maybe there was some sort of like, oh, we could like take some inspiration here. But it it doesn't look like Goo Lagoon as we know it. Because that's what I was thinking. Maybe this becomes Goo Lagoon. But it really, but I guess it could be. Yeah, given that the show knows. just kind of throws whatever, yeah, you know. Right. Just for like, just to throw it in, just. Just it's just like, it. oh, yeah, this happens to, you know, be Goo Lagoon later right. on, you know. Um, so anyways, uh, SpongeBob grabs a uh, the top of a trash can and then he wheels Squidward to the area where there's like a bunch of signs pointing a different direction. So it's like the middle of the camp. Um, he then pulls a clarinet <laughs> out of the inside of his head. Yeah, he keeps squidward's clarinet inside of him as well yeah because there's a lot of things in spongebob holes in this yeah. show a lot more than the you know that classic spongebob we're used to like there would be holes gags but this there's like several in this right he already popped the hat out of it and everything right um but yeah obviously spongebob is the only one who can get up on time or at least early enough to get ready to wake everybody up yeah. So normally, like when I went to band camp, I did this too, but it would be a, a trumpet player who would play Reveille in the morning um, of a camp or multiple trumpet players. Uh, but Squidward's going to do it on the clarinet because that's his thing. Yeah. So uh, Squidward's basically, he's like still asleep. SpongeBob screams to wake everybody up and then Squidward starts playing Reveille just like out of instinct. 
Yes. Um, and people are throwing rocks at him because they're all still wanting to sleep, you know? Right. And SpongeBob was prepared for this. He, this is a daily occurrence. This is the morning routine. Yeah. That's why he got the garbage can lid and he's swatting away all the rocks so that they don't hit Squidward so he can keep playing. Also, did you ever play that song on trumpet? Yeah, of it's, course. It's really easy. Right? It's all open. It's, it's, well, I think I, is it all open? It is all of it. I remember it being because you just can play one. it on a you can play it on a bugle. Yeah, I just remember it I being. I played it on a bugle too. I just remember it being just one, but maybe it's both. It's all open. Maybe you can do it both ways. Is what sure. I'm saying. I'm sure you could if you want to be weird. That's how I remember it, but I don't. We'll we'll play it after this upstairs. Okay. Okay. Um. So, uh, Mr. Krabs comes out and he's in his nightgown. And Pearl's got a bottle and a little diaper. Uh, she's a tiny baby. I love that. She's so cute. She's just a little baby. So, yeah, I mean, this must have been right after Mr. Krabs, you know, killed her mom. Like, very yeah, and, very recently and after. And captured her. Right. Yeah. He's just starting to get her big so that uh, she can feed the rest of the, the Krusty Krab after. Yeah, and this... Right now, his goal is to feed campers. Then he opens up the Krusty Krab and... Uh, right. Yeah. He's able to make so much money off this camp. <laughs> yeah, that he opens his business. But no, Because we see... Yeah, he's the camp director, right? Like mm-hmm. With a K, of so course. So literally everybody, in like anyone you can think of in the show, was at this camp, basically. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's anyone. So Krabs is like, I should have never told him that he could play Reveille. Pipe down, and he throws uh, Pearl's bottle, and then he ends up falling off of like the deck that he was sit- standing on. Classic. Pearl laughs and falls over laughing. Yeah. So Raffles, if you will. <laughs> SpongeBob's dodging all the rocks, but doesn't expect the bottle, which hits Squidward in the face, and he's like, oh, 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 That wakes him up. He's right. asleep the whole time. How did I get here? What did, what did I do? And then uh, SpongeBob reminds him it's Jellyfish Day. You never should have told that annoying kid to play Reveille in the morning. Take down, you! Uh, so Squidward gets hit by a clown shoe as well. And he's like, oh, all right, who's the clown? And then you hear the like, honk, honk. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is a thing that has happened in SpongeBob before. The clown, yeah. the He can stay. Yeah, except you. You stay. Yeah. Um, and then we go to what I assume is like gym class or like aerobics in the morning. Right. Everybody's doing jumping jacks with Larry. Morning aerobics. Um, why not? Well, really, it's not everybody. It's like random camp kids. You know, he's right. not always with Patrick and Sandy and uh, like Kevin and them. Right. They they do different activities. I'm just with saying you like you go through the camp and you're like, oh, Larry. For sure. Here. Oh, Mrs. Puff is here. Oh, right. like they're all here. But I think it's interesting that they do that. They have like their own classes where it's like yeah. we have some classes together or activities. But, you know, 
It's, that's, it's all you meet different kids. That's the best way to do it. Also, this makes it weird because wait, I just thought of something. So Larry's considered an adult or at least an older. He's camper, a teenager, right? Okay, He's like he would be like a high schooler, I think. Yeah, that's probably fair. Um, like yeah, how sometimes Woodward is too. That's yeah. usually right. Like that's the the old camp gimmick. I think is right. You turn whatever sixteen and you can be a counselor, even though you're a camper last year. You know, yeah. like, um, so yeah, it's it's probably like that. But it makes it weird, right? Because in ripped pants, like it's the it's like they're both fighting over Sandy. Yeah, and it's like Larry, aren't you like tw- like? Yeah. 10 years older like right Calm i guess it down. doesn't matter if everyone's adult an adult by that point but still it's like you yeah, I guess you knew are. her when you were when she was a kid now yeah you freak? this is where larry starts grooming sandy <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first but of course we got to take it there but um no it's 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 all good and i like i'm glad that larry was here i always liked larry as a character yeah um his big meaty claws yeah um larry the lobster of course uh not larry the snail right uh and spongebob's all geeked and he wants to tell larry all these facts about stuff about how jellyfish are the most energy efficient swimmers in the entire ocean and did you know that they eat and poop out of their mouths fun fact but also there is there's too much poop jokes in this for my liking (laughs) but it is definitely it is trying to appeal more for kids but there's like twice they mention poop and the only time i remember poop really even being talked about was that and that was funny because they made it like a joke about even going there to say it it's like oh come on they're talking about poop and it's like hold on not that kind of poop like yeah Yeah, exactly. You know, so it, it it's more clever. Like, it's not just, like, saying poop for the sake of being like, ha-ha, poop, you know? Right. And I think this is geared toward smaller kids. Definitely. poop is, like, and the that's, funniest thing. That's, like, yeah, part of... And I didn't hate this, but I didn't love it either. I didn't love all of it anyway. But the st- little things like that, like, take it down a little bit for me. Sure. But... But we're not the target market, so it's hard right. to, to say, right? But, uh, yeah, Larry's like, ew, nature's disgusting. Yeah. He goes on to tell him that jellyfish can lift a thousand times their own weight. and then Larry, No way, Manta Ray. Right. He's like, there's no way jellyfish are stronger than me. Right. Bros and broettes, get on my back. That is a seal. That That one brown guy is a seal. Wow, you didn't have to... Yeah, I know. Like you that. call out his name. He is a brown seal character. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I don't... I mean, at least in any of the SpongeBob I've seen, I don't remember them ever really coming in contact with like anthropomorphic animals like that. Right, you for know? sure. And uh, notice the goth. I don't know if you... I would say she's like hip, like goth, emo-ish looking girl. Um, cause she's wearing, she's a rebel. She's not wearing the uniform. She's it's, wearing spiked, uh, neck collar. Um, like she's, a, like w- a dress with like a studded belt. She's wearing her, uh, neckerchief around her head though. Right. And she has a mohawk. Um, yeah, I would 
go for more of like a I w- I would call that more punk. of like a punk thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just the I guess I don't know. There's a weird crossover there, and like now goth is like trendy, right? So. Yeah. It would make more sense. Punk. If, punk makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, either way doesn't matter. Right. Uh, so Larry's like gonna do push-ups with all the kids on him, and he's holding them okay. He's struggling. The bros and browettes. Yeah. Then when the giant seal jumps on, he's like he falls, but he starts doing push-ups. He's like he's sweating. Yeah. He's just like hitting the ground completely. You know, he's not yeah. like moving himself down. Right. Um, and he's gonna be stronger than a jellyfish. Right. Um, so bubble transition away to the shower, which is run by bubble bass, who I'm guessing is like a, an older council or an older camper too. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, a counselor, I would say. Yeah. But like, he's not, he's very, he's not an adult yet. Like full blown, you know, he's still kind of a kid. Yeah. He's not like Larry. He hasn't grown into the bubble bass. We know him as. Yeah. And, uh, right, he's showering the kids. This is where we see Kevin for the first time, outside of the intro. Right, and, and uh, this nerdy kid who looks like a minion. Yeah, nerdy minion nerdy kid. kid. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, he's got the old-timey bathing suit, the Donald Duck striped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, he's Donald Ducking it, but not in the classic. The era. Donald Duck swimsuit edition. And he, uh, he does talk, right? He's like, what is this? I feel wet. Is it blood? Am I bleeding? You know, it's like he's very sensitive to everything. And I'm sure there's some kind of relationship to sea cucumbers and water that they're playing on. Yeah, either that or it's like a joke about how he's really an insecure baby. Yeah, And right. he hasn't... Always has been. Right, he hasn't turned into a tough guy yet. Move along, campers. Let's dispel the onerous life near its dope bay. What is this? I feel wet. Is it blood? Am I bleeding? Did you know the jellyfish have been around since before the dinosaurs and that they're not even fish? And the voice, of course, is D. Bradley Baker, who does it still. And he does Bubble Bass's voice. Um, SpongeBob's getting showered, but he's just filling up because he's a sponge. It's like you would think that they've gone over this before, but maybe not. Um, but SpongeBob is just telling him facts as he's like absorbing all this water. He tells them that jellyfish have been around since before dinosaurs and that they're not even fish. Which is funny that we call them jellyfish because, yeah, they're clearly not like regular fish. Right, right. Um, I wonder. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that much about jellyfish, I guess. They're kind of they're interesting, though, no doubt. And like what? There's like jellyfish out there that are like literally immortal i'm pretty sure that's a thing they're like some kind of advanced life form in some way yeah they i mean like obviously the sea is full of crazy shit but it's like dude like it's so alien you know like crazy that it's even a thing yeah really like when you're talking about real jellyfish but yeah um this is cool too these jellyfish right <laughs> so bubble bass gets washed away by all this water that spongebob's absorbed and all the rest of the, he tells all the campers to take cover so you know he, he was soddened by secondhand sponge water it's disgusting yeah 
But SpongeBob is sitting, is standing there in his underwear, back to normal, and he's like, "I'm gonna catch my first jellyfish today." Why isn't he in his bathing suit? Like yeah, what? Kevin or them? I don't know. I guess the, I guess maybe Kevin's was supposed to be underwear too. I don't know. Could be. Um, SpongeBob pulls his nose out and wrings water out of it to get it all out. Cute. And then we go to lunch. It's lunchtime. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I love all the environments. The design of the show is awesome. Yeah, look, like there's it's just like really a broken good. ship in the background. Is that what that is? That's what the restaurant is or the cafeteria is. Yeah, they're playing cafeteria jangle. By sure. Roy Donk. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So this is like a broken down ship. Yeah. And then and it looks like there's one in the background. Plankton too. is the one serving the food, which makes sense because it's like gross camp slop. Yeah, they have breakfast slop, lunch slop, and dinner slop. Those are the specials. And it yeah. is like it's just a pile of green goop. Right. Not appetizing looking, but that's what you get when uh, Plank Tonamore is your guy. Yeah, and he uh, slops some slop onto Sandy's sloppy slop plate. plate. She's making sloppy steaks. <laughs> um but Sandy, we get a first look at her in her suit, and it's really cool that there's like a Fresnel uh, refract that happens in her helmet. Wow. Yeah. Big words. I mean, that's what it Fresnel? is. Fresnel. What is what is that? Fresnel. It's a it's a term. type. It's an old circus term. That's why that's we. That's why use you it. should care about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, if people know, they they know what it is. Yeah. I don't have to explain myself. <laughs> so, yeah, what do you call this slop, inquires Sandy. Yeah, and Plankton's response is, I'd tell you, but I'm not supposed to use that kind of language in front of children. So it's like horse shit or something? Yeah, like that's what he calls it. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> These fuckers. Oh, horse shit. Big fat load of cum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, big fat load of cum then. Um, I love how he, he's crying when he says that. <laughs> he even uh, pushes Sandy along with his giant, like, scooper. Yeah. It's, uh, ladle. Ladle, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and SpongeBob's just saying catching jellyfish. Like, he's just so excited. Yeah, he just has to say it all the time. And uh, it's funny that Plankton is the uh, the chef because we know that he makes horrible food in the future. Right. And that, that's what he does here. It made the most sense, I guess. Yeah, and it's cheap, you know, and it may like camp food is notoriously disgusting, I guess. I think that's a thing, yeah. Yeah, I, think I it's don't recall not, it being that bad. I never went to a real like overnight camp like this, but I went to sixth grade camp and then band camp. Twice. Uh, band camp. Yeah. Uh then we're at Jelly Meadows. So yeah. it's like jellyfish fields, but it's it's not. Meadow. Yeah, it's a it's a different place. So yeah. yeah, it's finally time for the class or the activity that uh, SpongeBob's been waiting a month for or so. Yeah, and uh, Sandy says something, and then he's like, "Yeah, my net blows bubbles." Right, she <laughs> likes his bubble or his uh, his net. And he, he puts his mouth on the end of it and blows a bubble that looks like a jellyfish. Very cute. And also, it's got to be bubbles, right? 
Yeah, like, and it's like SpongeBob has a net specifically to to shoot bubbles too. That's so cool. It is a very cool feature, but it also it's a good, you know, just callback of like, yeah, SpongeBob loves blowing bubbles. That's like a big part of his character. You yeah, know? from the crossover Powerpuff Girls episode. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Come on. Anyways, uh, Sandy says. Why, that's about as handy as a hip pocket on a hog. Yeah. Very handy. You know, yeah. It would be super handy to have a hip pocket on a hog. Definitely. Especially, Everyone wants that. Especially at the hog shit snarfing contest. Guys only want one thing, and it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah. A hip, a hip pocket on a hog. <laughs> so this activity is ran by Squidward, and Patrick is there as well. And uh, so is like that little fat guy in Kevin. Yeah, the little fat guy is definitely a nerd because he has headphones on. Right, and maybe he's a character we just don't know about from later seasons. But he could be. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't really. I don't think he talks. He doesn't look all. that special, or the guy on the other end. But uh, Kevin is also there. Yeah. Um, and you know, if people didn't watch early SpongeBob, they wouldn't know anything about Kevin. He only has a tiny bit of character development or like shines at all or has any lines in this but in later episodes he does have a bigger role yes um spongebob is just running he's like has to go to the bathroom right is that what it is um no does he does he get a false start because Oh, yeah. Squidward's like, when I blow this whistle, we're going to start. But SpongeBob runs away real fast. He just can't help it. Yeah, he's like, oops, sorry. Yeah, he steps back. Comes back. Heavy breathing. Yeah, his eyes are big and wide. Yeah, Yeah, like like the Hooks episode. Yes, like the (laughs) Hooks episode. Um, He's like, do you need to use the outhouse? That's right. He asks him because he's like hopping around. He's like, nope. Okay, well, let's. Oh, Patrick does. He's like, all right, well, we'll wait for Patrick. So it's like time is just going by. SpongeBob is gnawing on his net. Yeah, like just to like calm his nerves or whatever, you know. And then he gets back, walking very slowly. Yeah, you can tell he's not in a hurry. Okay, everybody ready? And uh, he goes to blow the whistle. SpongeBob says, I'm ready. His famous line. That's good. I am glad that that's in there. Um and then Patrick realizes, oh, I left my net in the bathroom and runs off again. Yeah, SpongeBob grabs his and Sandy's net and gnaws on both of them at the same time, too. Yes. Chomping. Now, and at now this point, ha- yeah. Everyone's down on the ground from waiting so long. They're all, like, laying down. Um, the, the nerdy the kid. Ca- he's catching himself he's repeatedly. He's just, yeah, like, so bored. Um, he finally gets back. Oh, I forgot what I was doing. Yeah, and he raises his hand to say that. Right. Squidward's Uh, like, your net? And he's like, oh, no thanks, I got one. He pulls it out of the crack of his butt, essentially. Yeah, yeah. it was in the crack of his ass. You had sand in your eyes and probably in the crack of your ass. (laughs) Squidward's like, oh, uh, one, two, he's going to count down and blow the whistle. SpongeBob's face here looks very good. Like, I don't know. It's hard to describe. Was CH Greenblatt on this episode? (laughs) Classic. Uh, But Patrick's like, oh, I think I left the stove on. And SpongeBob, with his pupil so small now, he's like, Patrick, we have no stove. (coughs) 
He's like, oh, well, what's the hold up? Blow your whistle. You know, it's like, we've been waiting on you, but he's <laughs> yeah, putting you're it on stupid for not starting yet. <laughs> yeah. Squidward turns red and everything. Beat um, red. Yes. Before his family photo. Yeah. He's he's licking his lips. He's smacking them. He's a little bit of that. It's very intense. Right as he goes to blow the whistle, there's a an announcement where SpongeBob has to go answer the phone because his mom is calling. He has to go yeah. to Camp Master Crabs. And that's office. Perch Perkins in the in the booth. Yeah, and he says, Reminder or uh yeah, like your mommy's calling you. Boo. That's our boy DBD. <laughs> DBB. Yeah, DBB. DBB. So everybody, baby. Every, everybody runs off, uh, but SpongeBob's like in a runner's, like a pre-running stance position, and he like doesn't know what to do. So Squidward turns him around, and he's like, the phone, like you got to go to the phone. You can't just start jellyfishing. Uh, he runs all the way into Mr. Krabs' office. Slips on Pearl's bottle, gets caught with his net on the ceiling fan, gets tossed into the filing cabinet, pushed out to jellyfish fields. It's a long drawer. Yeah, it goes to like catch a jellyfish at the end of it. It slides all the way back in. And he's down face on the plants. Yeah, face plants. Down on the table. He's running on the papers. He can't run. There's papers flying. Though there's too many papers. So there's a lot of fast action happening. I'm trying to like explain it as it happens, just so you realize how fast all of this is. Yes, very quick. But he's still he's sliding for a long time, and then he starts doing the rolling pin thing again in the air, lands on his feet perfectly. Are you done? Says Mr. Krabs. He he's like, okay, well, answer the phone, and it's Please. an old ass phone. <clears throat> yeah, kids. Some kids watching this wouldn't even have ever seen a phone like this, especially one with a cord. With like the uh, with like that like fork, the like forks that it sits on. I mean, that's even before our time. Yeah, Those so were... you got to assume it has the dial in front and not the uh, the rotary, you know, and not the not numbers. I mean, I I just haven't seen a lot of number pad phones that look like this but we can't see what's on the other side yes uh so yeah uh he takes the cord like into the front of the room away from the desk you know and uh takes the phone that is over to pearl who's practicing catching jellyfish with her little pink net and her mobile and look her mobile looks like a like a barbecue grill. Like Mr. Krabs is so cheap, he just reused a barbecue grill. He's getting her used to being it's so he can trick her into sleeping on a grill so he can cook her oh, in her sleep. Oh, that is true. Because well, it's maybe even a strainer, you know. Yeah. It has little holes in it. I don't Looks know. Looks like a strainer, yeah. Of some type, a colander. Right. I don't know, it's kind of a weird design, yeah. Yeah, but SpongeBob's like, why are you calling? And she's like, oh, uh, I don't know. Why was I calling? And he just screams yeah. because he's like, I need to catch jellyfish. 
Krabs. So nervous. Krabs puts on the headphones to avoid hearing this. That also have a cord on them. Yes. Um, Corded. Everything so, has a cord. Yeah. SpongeBob is like trying to catch jellyfish and listen to his mom on the phone. Yeah. The one flies time. right by the door and he takes it outside and he starts running with it. So it's like, oh, this is a very long cord. Yeah. He's now running back through to the jelly meadows, like trying to catch this jellyfish, but he can't. He's going to encounter Mrs. Puff doing art class with the maybe the younger counselors. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And he steps right on the table, splashing the paint everywhere, all over their all of the all three of their faces. But this painting this guy did of Gary is left untouched with paint. Yeah, that's that is funny. Wait, he knows Gary? Wait, what's going on here? Well, I guess there's just other snails that look like that. Probably, right? Um, and the whole time Perch Perkins is saying along, like giving commentary on the whole thing about SpongeBob. On a beautiful clear day here at Camp Four, as Rookie SquarePants attempts to net his first ever jellyfish, while simultaneously talking to his mom. And here we see the young jellyfisher's abstract expressionist period. Wow, what a talent! Uh, SpongeBob apologizes to Mrs. Puff. He's uh, jumping off a dock to catch it. He's in a canoe. There's like another kid in the canoe who's uh, who's like paddling with him. He's still trying to get it. The kid runs into a rock. Uh, SpongeBob goes flying to catch it, and he doesn't get it. And it's funny the commentary where he says SpongeBob is mixing two sports of jellyfishing and canoeing. And he's like, oh, he's bad at both. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, no, really cool. This whole thing, like this whole sequence looks so cool. I just love the way it looks. Um, just a really good looking show. They they really nailed, you know, moving this world into a 3D environment so yeah. well. But um, yeah, so now he's back on the ground in the Jelly Meadows. Yeah, he flew a far way. And um. The phone, yeah, still hasn't given way. Like, the cord hasn't run out of slack yet. There's still enough. Right, um, but he is very far. He's really far away, so that's a long cord. Um, he's then, yeah, his eyes are on the top of his head because he's face-planted yet again. And right. he does a little somersault, and his eyes go around the back of him. Under to his get, butt and up. To get back up to his face, yeah. And uh, still can't catch him. He's got to keep running. But now there's other jellyfish and other uh, campers. campers trying to, you know, they're all trying to catch a jellyfish. And uh, SpongeBob finally hears his mom say, now I remember what I wanted to ask you. It's just like she's just yammering on this yeah, whole time. Yeah, right. Uh, indistinctly. Right. Without any response from SpongeBob at all. Right. And she's like, have you caught a jellyfish yet? And then he looks back and he sees like all these campers got tied up in he the got phone line. Everyone tangled up. And it's actually pulling. Someone's pulling it. Yeah. Um, so he just screams and lets go of the phone. He's like, Bye mom, love you, as it's going away if she can hear it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it starts being 
pulled back. All the kids go with it. And now he's all alone. And he's like, wow, it's just like my dream all alone in Jelly Meadows. Doesn't even care that he's frolicking. He's just like completely forgets that he just like wrecked everybody else's day. Right. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. About me. Oh, SpongeBob. Um, so he catches a jellyfish pretty much right away. But when he grabs it and pulls it out, it's just a volleyball. Yeah. And, like changes shape. So, yeah, what's going on with this? I, I'm not understanding. Is I he... don't know. He's just catching jellyfish that are actually different things. Maybe he's hallucinating because he's so, like, jellyfish fever mode. Yeah, or is it all a dream? Um, but, yeah, it's, like, so weird. He pulls it out, and it's a jar of tips from Plankton's jar of tips. Yeah, it's his and college it's like, fund. It's, like, nuts and bolts in there. Right, yeah, there's nothing in it. But... You know, Plankton wants to go to college, and we find out eventually he does. Right. I know. This is before Plankton went to college, but we know that he does at some point. Pretty yeah. cool. Um, then this jellyfish zaps SpongeBob, so we know that it's real. That's got to be a jellyfish for sure. Right? That's the one. So he, he catches he, it. Yeah. And? It's a toaster. Uh, like, yeah. I don't. I don't understand what is happening. This is something... I don't really like because it's like, what's going on? It's just on? random. Yeah, it's too random. I don't get it. It's like, it's just like he's so bad. All of these jellyfish are fake. But are these things just flying through the air? Like, I don't no get idea. it. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't, they don't like express that, like, yeah, SpongeBob's kind of in a trippy state right now. You know, he's yeah, kind of loopy. That's right. just like, oh, this is just what's happening. It's just yeah. Like, it's so random. But um, anyway, the bread shoots out of the toaster. Patrick catches it, grabs a jellyfish out of the air and squirts, milks it, you know? Yeah, it gets the jelly on the bread and, or the toast and, eats, and it. eats it. Right, he so easily was able to catch the jellyfish, not even with, with a net, yeah, with, with his, his bare, bare hands. hands. And he's like, that's my jellyfish. Oh, sorry, buddy. And he's like, here, I'll hold it and yeah. you can catch it. So he's just like doing the wrestling gimmick of let me hold this guy yeah right and make this real easy for you to hit right but spongebob still can't catch it he just flaps his arms he panics like closes his eyes he's just swatting at the air he's freaking out patrick's like come on you're overthinking it try standing closer he does still messes it up it's like the opposite of the jar scenario the lid the lid um He's like, bend your knees, deep breath. SpongeBob gets huge, like because he has all the air. Blow your nose, squint your eyes. What a face that is. It's just silly SpongeBob face, and he's gigantic. Now, where's your jelly face? Let's see your jelly face. And he panics. This is my jelly face. Ah! He opens his mouth so big. Uh-huh. Um, you can see the texture on him and his mouth. It's really nice. Yeah, that's you can if you look close, everyone's got a very like detailed texture. Like um Squidward, I noticed it too. Yeah, I mean even Patrick has a little bit of uh scaly type texture. It's good. Right. It's it's really nicely done. But anyway, he right, he SpongeBob falls on the ground. Patrick puts the jellyfish in the net. Yeah, so he literally catches it for him. Right, he's like, see, uh, Patrick's such a good friend. He's just, like, proud of himself. Yeah, SpongeBob um, pulls himself up from the net in an impossible way. And when he gets up there to look down, it, like, face first right in, there's yeah. nothing in there. And then the wind blows. 
And then the jellyfish is up top. He's just like, yeah. Yeah, just flying above him. I'm the worst jellyfisher ever. And yeah, you kind of are SpongeBob. And the but jellyfish flies away. You know, it's finally gotten to him. He's crying. And I love this. He goes face down. Patrick picks him up to reveal his eyes are like totally shriveled up and squinty like all the way around right they're almost covered in eyelid except for a tiny little eye a tiny little sliver peeking out just tears gushing and he's like hey it's not all all that glitters is not all that jazz right he's like mixing different sayings yeah um but spongebob's like thanks buddy like he knows that he's trying that's some good advice and Patrick keeps remarking, if I were in his shoes, I'd walk softly and carry no bed of roses, which is another... Another uh, gimmick of saying two expressions mixed together. Right. So SpongeBob is the worst jellyfisher ever. He's never going to catch a jellyfish. And that's it. And Patrick is the worst guy at remembering sayings. Yes. But that's it. That's the... I would say that's the good first half of the episode. Uh, will SpongeBob ever catch a jellyfish? You'll have to find out after we talk about Patreon. Do, Patreon. Do, 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 do. It's Patreon, folks. That's right. Patreon.com slash striped sweater. You can become a patron today. You. Yes, you. You can become a patron patreon.com slash striped sweater we are accepting donations of all sizes you can become an honorary town rookie for as low as one dollar a month with no extra benefit outside of do we give them uh would we give an honorary town rookie access to the exclusive discord yeah i think we would i think we would yeah and um so yeah you get access to our exclusive discord as well the channel the channel yeah not a whole discord just the channel yeah anyone can join that anyone can join our discord but there's an exclusive chat where super secret cool stuff happens so you're gonna want to get in on that honorary town rookie one dollar a month and if you go up to three dollars a month you can become a goofy goober access to the discord channel and as well you get a personal shout out on each episode of our podcast that's right folks we're gonna tell you how much we love you and appreciate you and today we've got three goofy goobers they are the first one is a big ugly jellyfish it's jordan lang of course we have that kid with the pants Jacob Borth, and hi there, monster, Serena. Heck yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for supporting. Uh, you, too, today can join that super exclusive list and get a fun nickname from us and a personal shout-out. Patreon.com slash Striped Sweater. The three of you are pimps, and we love you. We love you more than anyone else, and may God give you all the money in the world to keep giving us. Yes. May may your bank accounts be healthy. And your wallet to be fat. Yeah. Except not too fat. You got to give us some of that money. Yeah. We need it. We give you Give we, us money. We give you good luck and prayers, but in return, we need money. Cold hard cash. Yeah, we'll never we'll stop making podcasts if you don't give us money. That's a joke. That's a I'll lie. I'll kill you. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. Don't forget to 
tell your cable company uh, or tell Spectrum TV to keep Corn Cob TV <laughs> or tell Spectrum to keep Corn Cob TV so that you can watch the hit show Coffin Flop. <laughs> yeah. And we can keep making They say it's podcast. not a show. But it is. Yeah. Anyways. Just like this. Yeah, this is a show. <laughs> a show with, about a show. Yes. But it's a show in itself. Exactly. Yeah, so many shows. And this show is about a different show as well, the one that we're talking about. A show about a show that's about a show. Yeah, that's the show for show. So uh, back to the action. We've got jellyfish buzzing around. We got one of them getting caught. A bunch of them getting caught. Everybody's catching them. Kids are just catching them with ease. The one kid even gets doubles. In the same net. He's got doubles. He's got doubles of the jellyfish. And triples of the Barracuda. <laughs> it's best. Wouldn't that be funny if there was a car called the Jellyfish? Right. I feel like it would be a weird car. For sure. Everyone is catching a jellyfish with ease right in front of SpongeBob. And the jellyfish now is mocking him. Mocking him. Is this the same jellyfish from the rave? Jellyfish Jam? Yeah. Um, because yeah, he was like a little Little uh, wasn't the other one blue or no? No, that's the, that's the, the, the I working just, camp. I like, just ate a sandwich, no ordinary sandwich. Yeah, um, different one, bluey. But this one uh, makes a uh, like a little hat appear on him. Shape shift. Right. SpongeBob goes to catch him. He's missing. He's missing. But he's chasing. The jellyfish got his attention. Yeah, he goes to catch him. He's like, does a big jump. His eyes are closed, and then he opens them. He caught Squidward, who is trying to enjoy the sun and a nice <laughs> drink of some kind. Yeah, a soda, perhaps, um, while lounging out. And he's like, SpongeBob, that figures. And then he gets, like, the the folding chair that he has, it, like, collapses in on himself. So he's, like, looks like he's in a really tight sleeping bag. Um, yeah. SpongeBob even walks over it, not even like paying attention. Sits, sits on, on the on edge. It. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you're a sophisticated man of the world. Uh, everyone says you've seen a fish au natural. And he's like, it was a painting in a museum. But basically he's like, I told you that get off me. But he's saying you've seen like a naked person. That's essentially what he's saying. Right? Yeah, I guess. That's kind like of you've, kind of a weird joke. Like you you've seen a naked woman, you know. Right, right. And he's like, "No, that was just a drawing of a naked woman. I don't right. get pussy." I don't yeah, I don't see that shit. Yeah. I don't ever see that shit. I'm gay. <laughs> I like interpretive dance and art. So what do you expect from me, yeah. Bob? Or or I may he might be asexual. He is a sexual beast. That's for sure. <laughs> If there's one thing for sure, it's that. <laughs> a sexual beast. <laughs> SpongeBob. That figures. Mr. Tentacles, you're a sophisticated man of the world. Everyone says you've seen a fish. Oh, natural. It was a painting in a museum. I told you that. Now get off me. Yeah. He's a sexual beast. So, so he, he pries himself out. Right. Dusts himself off, asks for money, <laughs> and says, 
well, you're probably the greatest camper that ever lived. SpongeBob says that to him. Yeah. Maybe you can maybe you can help me catch a jellyfish. He's and like, he, he's playing up to his ego and it works. Like, yeah, well, that is all true. SpongeBob really believes it though. Yeah. Um Look at that. You can see he has like a it's almost like a unibrow shape with the lines on his head. Yeah. Like he was going to grow his own unibrow or that's where it would grow if his, he could grow it. Yeah, I mean, I, I his lines act as his brow. Yeah. But Squidward's like, you know, there's nothing to it. As a matter of fact, I saw a jelly fly right into that cave over there. It's like he's purposely fucking with him. Right. We're pretty sure. Should be cornered and easy to catch. So he he goes, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love this camp. He does a little net trick, flips his net. Yeah. Look at the sea urchins are even 3D. They're like yeah. poking out in all directions. And they're huge. Yeah, they're big. Kind of scary. And they don't live in a hotel. <laughs> Got triples of the Nova, <laughs> triples of the Barracuda, triples of the Roadrunner, triples of the Nova. That's it. Just those two. <laughs> oh, wait. Nova. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then uh, Squidward goes back to lounging. He's like, ha, ha, ha. Like, I fucked him over. Yeah. He opens I his eyes and good. sees SpongeBob, like, covered in stings. A disgusting, swollen SpongeBob. Yeah. He's like, Mr. Tentacles, it was not a cave. It was a jellyfish hive, and he barely is able to walk away. Also, I know they've said this already in the episode, but it is kind of funny how he is Mr. Tentacle. It's like it's weird to think that at some point SpongeBob stopped calling him that, you know, and started calling him by his first name. Right, and he doesn't call him Mr. Squidward either, like right, that, crabs do. That would make more sense to me. Um, <laughs> So he, like walks away and there's all these jellyfish that were in like the outline of him behind him and they all start attacking squidward because like they're smart and they know that he sent spongebob in there to interrupt them sleeping or whatever or banging yeah sleeping or banging or raving uh spongebob's walking away it's like dusk so pretty yeah it is pretty it's like pink the jellyfish are lighting up it's yeah. like lanterns in the sky. All the kids are like, oh, cool. Now let's let them go. All those jellyfish we caught today. Dude, so fun. Yeah, and there's like stars in the sky. And SpongeBob, you can see the glowing jellyfish in the reflection in his eyes. Yeah. He's like, one day. And we also see jellyfish going to sting Squidward in the background. But he's like uh, talking about how he can't or he can't seem to catch a single jellyfish. Um, and Sandy wants to be able to help him. Patrick's like, I know. How about we bulldoze the camp, stomp on it, and chop it into pieces and eat it? And she's like, yeah, let's put a pin in that. <laughs> a classic. Yeah. I have a better idea. She has an actual plan. And that's Hard the, cut. That's the actual halfway point. I mean, not actual, but that was like the intended Right. Yeah, I guess it was. I forgot that that was there. That's okay. So, yeah, hard cut. Back to Jellyfish Fields the next day. um, Patrick painted Squidward completely pink. Yeah. And he's wearing like a turtleneck that covers his hands, too. It's like a bodysuit, I guess. Oh, yeah. With like a turtleneck. Um, But, uh... Yeah, so they're painting him. He's like, why am I doing this again? She's like, Because you feel guilty about SpongeBob getting all stung. 
And he's like, yeah, what else do you got? Like, that's not convincing. That's, yeah, doesn't like, do anything for me. You'll do an amazing job of selling the illusion of a jellyfish, and you're the best dancer in camp. And he's like, oh, yep, that's so true. That is true. All right, All right yep, you got me. Last I, year, he was primo ballerino in uh, Under Swan Lake. You should have seen his dying swan. Yeah. And Patrick, in today, you will die again. <laughs> That's right, because today you will dance Jelly Lake. And he's like, Jelly Lake? He, he likes the sound of it. Right. They sold it to him. I'll he do says, it. I'll do it. And they need him to because he's the only one who looks like Patrick a puts jellyfish. the telescope into his eye, like the eyelid goes around the telescope. Yep, and you can see his eye in the end of it. Right, it's shooting all the way through. Um, but yeah, you see SpongeBob and he's singing him a song. Yesterday didn't count. Today's the day that counts. Today, today, today. Yeah. <laughs> so Cute fun. little tune. Yeah, I like that. Um, and Patrick goes, hey, here comes that kid with the pants, as if they're not best friends. Right, right. The, and roommates, right? The person they've been talking about all morning. Right, exactly. He forgot his name now. So Sandy takes, uh, it's like an extra one of her uh, helmets, you know, that the sea critters would wear when they go visit her. But it has like a little loop on the top of it so that they can, she shoves it onto Squidward. So he's all jammed up in it and just his tentacles come out to make him look like a jellyfish. She grabs the, uh, the little loop with a fishing pole hook and just like casts him out. Yeah. He's and it's like a pretty stuff and moving all sporadically. I mean, we, the viewer, can tell that this is Squidward. Like, even if we didn't, they didn't show us, we would know this is Squidward. You could see his nose in an apparatus, time. right? But it is like they do a decent job of making him look like a jellyfish. I think, you right? Know? Um, it's a it's a cool idea. I do like this idea, but it's also funny because it's like. Right, Squidward would never do this, but I love that they like guilt him into it, and or like they uh, play to his ego. Pl- yeah, again. like make him think it's like you're flexing your acting muscles or whatever. You right, know? but he is like buzz, 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 and he's like right. He's like he's putting it all in, but he's not enjoying being swung and swirled around. Uh, but he is like doing his best to just like you know make it work. Yeah. We cut to Patrick running over to SpongeBob. He's so out of breath. He's like huh, huh, sits down, you know, and <laughs> lays, lays down. down. And then uh, he's like there's a big ugly jellyfish. There is. And the field is empty. Oh boy. He's like <sighs> Patrick's sweating. He's like yeah. you'll have to carry me cuz he's like thinking about what the options are here. Yeah. He's um, like, yeah, I can't actually walk at all. Yeah, because so. <laughs> he just ran for the first time ever. Right. Um, and SpongeBob does carry him right over there where Squidward is dancing, doing his like best jellyfish impression. Yeah, even SpongeBob can tell something's wrong. He's like, I think there's something wrong with it. He's like, go get him, tiger. Buzz, buzz, buzz. He's like, I feel sorry for it. I can't make it too easy. He goes to catch it. Sandy yanks it up. Um, right. I don't know why she can just let him catch it. But uh, yeah, bring Squidward up and then back down. Because um, you got to put Squidward in a more dangerous situation because yeah, yeah. It brings him back down, brings him back up, almost slams him into the side of the the cliff. 
but then the line just breaks and he bounces his head off some rocks uh, all the way down. He hits a weird looking plant, which I noticed this right away. I was like, what's going on with that? Right. And then when it didn't come up right away, I was like, oh, please don't tell me that was just a random thing. But it's not because, yeah, they come over. Um, SpongeBob is like, is it dead? We get the old poke it with a stick routine from Patrick. Yes. Yeah, he starts moves. squirming a little bit. Right murmurs and he's like i think it just said a bad word right it kind squirt- of reminded me of when he's like awesome, awesome. yeah like, yeah yeah. you know he says something similar to that right here. so awesome, awesome. right like, which is what he whispers when he tells that they're swearing right right exactly scooter knows some sailor talk definitely um he's older he's like patrick's like he's wounded now's your chance to catch it and he goes out to do it but right as he does that rock that we were talking about, that damn ass rock. With Did the you weird... watch the video that I sent? Where no. I, I, talk, I talked about that rock two episodes ago? No. The guy's like, it's this damn ass rock. Anyways. Don't yeah. know about it. It opens up a giant eyeball, and it's like a fish that was that just looks like the rocks and has a huge weird plant on top of right. it. Right, it's like an angler fish with the light on top of its head that's like kind of the design but it does have four legs it like runs around i don't know if this is based off a real species i mean it could be but one eye i don't really know if there's not many one not one eye i don't think but it could it at least has resemblance to some stuff but it's really just a big fish that camouflages itself as a rock with a plant on its head yeah it has huge teeth like sharp like pointy kind of teeth one eye it has the little plant on top of its head it is the exact same like color and texture as the surrounding rocks like there's no difference yeah Um, it it grabs squidward immediately like with its teeth um the boys are screaming and it eats squidward and like you can see it chew and swallow him right away it even burps out green yeah no he's down there and Sandy is finally there. She's like, oh, no, this is horrible. He's like, I know. I just can't catch a break. Right. SpongeBob is basically knowing. like, yeah, I, I just can't catch a jellyfish. I know. It sucks, doesn't it? And she's like, no, that wasn't a jellyfish. That was Squidward in disguise. It, it was. And then Patrick, it was. Like, yeah. he forgot that was the whole plan they set forgot up. Forgot that he was in on it. Yeah. And she goes, it was. And it ro- the fish roars and then trots away. And he's like, Squidward Tentacles is the greatest camp counselor that ever lived. He can't even he can't end up as a monster's poop. Which yep. yeah, again, like it's not that bad. It's not like a gross gag or anything. It's just like I don't know. To me, SpongeBob is above just making re- poop references. Right. But, but you know not. those kids out there are like, ah! poop. Poop. Ah! So funny. Squidward Tentacles is the greatest camp counselor that ever lived. He can't end up as monster poop. Um, so, yeah, the next thing we see is uh, there's, like, a different shower. And this guy's actually, like, washing himself. He's not even fully covered, uh, but he's not naked either, so that's fine. He's letting it in his butt. Right. Letting the water, the water get in. Um, but then the creature, like, breaks the whole thing. Yeah, just runs right through it. SpongeBob is still connected to it on the top with his net. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Puff is again teaching arts and crafts. She probably just got everything cleaned up and got things back on track. And uh, 
Look at her hat. It's kind of like a ranger hat. Yeah. Ranger yep. puff. Yeah. And she's got longer hair, too. She's got like a ponytail. You can't see it in this shot, but yeah, there, there it is. is. She gets splattered with paint again. Yep. Uh, but this time the whole table is destroyed. Um, yeah. Cut back to Larry, who's been doing push-ups. This whole time. Yep. Right as he goes to do the last one, the beast like runs through it. All the kids like get thrown up into the air. Yep. And Larry gets fucked up. Indeed. And um, Krabs is just chilling with Plankton. Krabs is vibing. Yeah, they're friends, I guess, right? Yeah, apparently. Or, well, they work... He works for him, too. Right. But, uh, yeah, uh, Krabs is like, look at that plankton. Fresh seawater, wholesome kids running around screaming. Like, he doesn't even realize what he's saying. You know, he's like, this is great. And then yeah. he realizes what's happening. Oh, shit. <laughs> and at the same time, plankton is counting money. You know, he doesn't have tip money, but he has actual money in his hands. Yeah, he, he tries to take his tip jar with him, but he falls backwards. And then... Yeah, the monster, like, plows right through the building. You see that Plankton's okay, though. Of course. He can't be killed in the first episode. That wouldn't be right. Campers are running. Wouldn't that be great? It's coral. like, Plankton dies in Camp Coral. Yeah, like, that's explain, canon. Explain that. Like, yeah. <laughs> that would be unforgivable. Um, And, uh... Sponge like the monster stops, and SpongeBob, like, spins and is hanging from the net, like, right in front of his face. He's like... Hey there, mon hi there, monster. My name's SpongeBob. Uh you ate my camp counselor. Uh and I'd appreciate it if you'd barf him back up. But the so monster just eats him. It's like, I'm actually gonna eat you, so yeah. He's done this before. He like flips him up and eats him. Yeah, and, and he's like, Mmm, sponge cake. Right, so it's a monster, but it can talk. Like it understands and it everything talks, that's going on. It sounds like D. Bradley Baker. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's sponge cake. Uh, we see the inside of the whale. Classic. You always want to see the inside of a whale. Right. Um, or not a whale. I'm sorry. But yeah, the reference yeah. being the inside of the whale. Right. Is like one of the popular, like Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Jonah. Yeah. The story of Jonah. Um, um, SpongeBob paddles himself over. There's just like miscellaneous things. This monster's eating like a tire and like a filing cabinet. Uh, yeah he's like oh spongebob oh please just let me die right how like he's so sad and yeah depressed here poor guy not, not yet, yet. <laughs> yeah and he pulls out his net it it glints in the under somehow there's a source of light in here right um, <laughs> yeah he swallowed a lamp um he's like there's no problem a bubble can't solve and he right. blows a giant bubble. So this is cool to me, too, because this is just classic SpongeBob. Like, blowing bubbles solves the problem somehow. You know, like, that is such an old SpongeBob trope. Um, so, yeah. Um, right. We cut back to outside. Uh, crabs, Puff, and uh, Plankton are all out there, like, hiding behind a table, which the monster rips away. But yeah, also that does make sense that she would be the ranger puff because she's an adult, right? They're really the only two adults. Right, she's or an they're, adult. They're the only three adults in the whole place. Right, she's got a blue shirt and Krabs has a green shirt, though. So there's something happening there. Yeah, they're banging for sure. Oh, yeah, well, no doubt. 
They're the only adults at camp. Yeah, they're having three. And yeah, of course, this obliterates the whole Mrs. Puff crabs. (laughs) Yeah, the noise, right. Yeah, once I guess you're right. (laughs) I, what do you say? (laughs) Um, But right as he's about to eat all them. Uh, he gets like turned into a bubble, he's like he's floating up. His like antennas standing straight up too. Right, and his like little arms are trying to like move. They're just yeah, can't walk, waved. can't do anything. Perch Perkins is like, it's incredible, campers, but the monster appears to be expanding. Right, he's just like he's supposed to be in charge of the announcements, but he just gives commentary throughout the whole camp all day. That's yeah. his job throughout the day. Yeah. He's also a. Uh, you know, an adult, I think. Yeah, I would say so. Either this is nature at its most majestic, or we're all going to be blown to pieces. Hell yeah. Look at that, Clayton. Fresh seawater, wholesome kids running around, screaming. What the? Campers are still screaming. They don't know what's going to happen. The giant monster, like, the bu- he, like, his mouth opens around it and the bubble pops out of him because it's too big. And he crashes to the ground on his tummy and he's just defeated. Yes. Um, a, a pile of shit now. And the boys are in the bubble. They're coming down. Everyone's cheering. SpongeBob is like, wow, they, they like me. And he's, like, waving. He's so yeah. happy. And even Mr. Krabs is, like, applauding. Yeah, Plankton gives a yay and wiggles, like, a finger around yeah. him, even though he doesn't. He gives the home it. run signal. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the bubble pops, and I, I do like, this is very funny to me. Um, yeah, the, and that it's The flashing. bubble, solu- it's, so it is, like, bubble solution. Like, it's soap or something, right? Yeah. It's not just a water bubble. Yeah. Also, it probably has like acidic 
likeness to it from be starting inside of his stomach, you know? Right, right. Stomach acid. Deadly combination. But also, right, it would have to be like some pretty heavy solution to like float down underwater. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so this is like some crazy ass shit that's getting in their eyes. Yeah. Uh, and their eyes yeah, are turning red. It pops and it, so, it perfectly hits everyone in the eyes. And like, we get, my eyes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it hits my eyes. Uh, Squidward falls to the ground, like helmet first. Uh, the little monster like is looks deflated, and it like blows its finger to like get itself up. Um, Sandy tries to like make peace with it by giving him a tray full of plankton slop, and he sniffs it, and then he's like, "Oh!" and runs away. She throws it away, and then Patrick like jumps up and eats it before it hits the ground. Yep, tray and all. And uh, yeah, he SpongeBob says, tells it it can visit any time. Good old SpongeBob doesn't even realize that like you guys are enemies. You know who Squidward looks like right now? Who? Benson. Yeah, he does. Yep, that's a good call. Right. Very Benson. Um. From regular show, of course. Of course. He's trying to take the helmet off, but SpongeBob's like, oh, here, let me help. And he, like, shakes him up and down, and he, like, spins his way out. But he is free. He looks... Yes. Uh, like, terrified, like... Future. Yeah, he looks similar to that. Yeah, so he's just been... He's had a rough day, you know, no doubt. Um... S- Sandy smacks him. Yeah, we um, did it. And then uh, Patrick immediately puts the bowl back on him and is like, "And SpongeBob caught his first jellyfish." Like also doing looks it just like, to uh, say that that one Pokemon, the Jellicent or something. Yeah, it's like a water psychic type. I think. It yeah, evol- it, it like evolves. It evolves into a bigger like. It's it's like an octopus slash jellyfish. Yeah, like it's kind of both. The thing. balloon one, mm-hmm. not Drifblim, but you know what I'm saying. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure one of them is in Pokemon Snap. I'm pretty sure. There's awesome. a lot of there's a lot of stuff in Pokemon Snap that I've seen screenshots of. I'm like, I played that game for a lot of hours and I didn't see that. You know, yeah. like, so it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's a big game. Um, so yeah. Krabs comes over. He's like, I'm sorry, but fake jellies don't count. No jelly badge. And SpongeBob starts to cry. <laughs> but he's like, but yeah, what you do get is a saving a counselor from a monster badge. Mm-hmm. SpongeBob comes back and he's <laughs> ecstatic. He's so happy. Sweet little happy boy. Congratulations, son. Yeah. And, the, son. and the badge is like a nice, like, you know, uh, in the style of traditional SpongeBob drawing art style, you know, but it's all embroidered, but it looks like a drawing from the show, you know. Right. Um, it's a little camp counselor carrying big old Mr. Krabs away from a tentacle yeah, monster. Yeah, like struggling to carry his weight. Like a giant snail monster. Right, and it's like it is a good point because uh, it's like why why does why do they need a badge for that? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what Sandy says. Right. He jumps up. He's like, I love this camp. Yeehaw. But it's all like burning. Everything's destroyed. And the, yeah, that like big 
entrance gate thing falls over. Yeah, nobody helps Squidward. He's it's nighttime now, and he's still like, got the glass on. Right, and this uh, this jellyfish comes up and with a flower and like <sighs> little heart bubbles coming out from him. But by, he gets it off, and he's regular Squidward, and it's like, ah, and it runs away. And we get this cool little place that they hang out, uh, SpongeBob, Sandy, and Patrick, right? They they all bunk together, or they, they're in the same, like, cabin, but uh, they're, like, sitting on top of it. It's kind of like a teepee. They're sitting on the top above the, like, door flap, kind of like workaholics sitting on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's what that was inspired by. But, um, uh, yeah, that would be so silly. But, yeah, they're sitting up there, and they're, like, saying, huh, why is there a saving a counselor from a monster badge? Like, how often does that happen here? It's like, I don't know, Sandy. But he doesn't why? give a shit. Right, he just climbs up. He's like, I don't know, but I do know one thing. One day, I'm going to catch me a jellyfish, and when I catch it, I'm going to release it. He like has all this wonderment in his eyes, and you can see all the jellies in the reflection of the other two's eyes. Right, and it's kind of, but not in the reflection of the helmet. Hmm, that'd be too much, probably. Like visually, it would yeah. probably just look weird. But yeah, and it's funny because it's kind of like they're bewildered by his speech, but more so, or maybe not the combination. Be- maybe not bewildered. That's probably the wrong word. But you know what I mean. Like they're like enchanted by yeah yeah and um but really they're kind of watching a bunch of jellyfish come out of spongebob yeah out of his holes they're like oh what the fuck look at that they were all just in there yeah so he has caught jellyfish without even knowing it right a bunch of them probably since the hive they've been in there maybe i guess so yeah that is kind of a weird ending that who knows what that means but right that's the end episode over the credits drawing is nice i like this a lot it's a you know the camp yeah a camp drawn in a different style almost looks like Derek drymon's style if you know what i'm saying yeah he wasn't on this at all unfortunately i know i'm just saying like like the exaggeration and the like that type the uh, the sharp lines, sharp line, the, the sharp yeah. angles, yeah, yeah, the like ridiculously over exaggerated angle of it, yeah, I like it. It's beautiful. I always liked the environment of cartoons. I loved it. Like I, that was something that I did like about Adventure Time was like seeing that big tree, like with everything happening around it. You know, it's like wow, this is like a whole world. You know, for sure. And then also uh, we'll play the end song at the end of the episode, as we normally do. So if you want to hear it, stick around. Yeah, motherfuckers. So what do you what do you think of the new show? So it wasn't like my favorite. I wasn't totally obsessed with it. I did feel bored at a couple parts throughout the episode while we were watching it. And, and I think um, that has to do with the timing. Yeah, there you know, was. Like it's very long. So they so parts of it are drawn out or. It's hard to keep your attention for that long. There was no true laugh out loud line or super memorable line to me off the bat. Of course, this is only after one viewing or I guess two since we just kind of went through it slowly again. But it there's no I mean, a lot of this is building this new world, uh, this prequel world of SpongeBob. 
But there's nothing super hilarious. I do like the arc with the monster and the way they get out of it. I like the beginning. I like the way that they go through the characters, even if it does destroy what we know about SpongeBob. Um, and I like how you said they give everybody a specific job, which makes sense. Yeah, and like you also get a good sense of their friendship. Like they do in the regular show multiple times. Sandy will come up with a plan and with Patrick to make SpongeBob feel better. Right. So that's very on brand. Everybody, at least their character, is very on brand, I would say even if it doesn't make sense with the other universe, they do act the way that they would. Um, uh, I do feel inclined to watch more just because I kind of want to know what happens just because I, I like SpongeBob and I care about SpongeBob, even if I haven't watched the current stuff in a long time. Since this is new you know, and relevant, I'd like to give it a look and kind of be able to have a better opinion of it, you know? Um, rather than just say, yeah, I don't know about it, you know? Right. Um, and I still don't know about it yet. Like, I'm not totally sold on it as something I really like. It's clearly geared for younger kids. As a person who's nearly 30 now, you know, a lot of the jokes weren't going to hit for me the way they probably would for a five-year-old. Um, yeah, but, but I still don't think it was, like, slapstick hilarity. Like, you know, I feel like, I don't know. It's hard to imagine like a child like cracking up at part of these, but I think because it's visual, maybe they put it all into like the visuals of it, of making the kids laugh. Yeah. Instead of like the lines, perhaps. I mean, but I just feel like the, the poop and the barf, that's to make little kids laugh, you yeah. know, like, barf. like, oh, he's, he said he's going to barf. Like, that's so funny. I know right. I would have yeah, thought that's it was not funny. funny. Big fat load of cum. And Donkey Dick is funny. Yeah. Um, Learn SpongeBob writers. Huge, huge cum shot. Well, it's funny because Kaz is known for being the one, like, I guess whatever, he worked on a comic that was like super gross and morbid. So like, that's part of his Rick and morbid. thing. But, um, you know, that was a while ago, I guess. I don't know. I don't know all of his history. I, I heard another podcast talk about it and it was fascinating and they talked about his background and how his major contribution to classic spongebob was the uh chocolate the old old chocolate uh, i i remember when they first invented chocolate and i guess his original design for her was like even grosser looking so that's kind of his thing but that didn't shine that didn't really show through here very much at all except for maybe going into the fish's stomach you know yeah. Um, which really wasn't that gross. It was pretty tame. And it's not something we're not used to in other media as well. Uh, Clanker's Cavern. <laughs> Clanker's Cavern? Yeah, from Banjo-Kazooie. You go oh, inside yeah. Clanker. Right, right. And there's like shit squirming around and stuff. Yeah. That was, all, that, that was too scary for me as a kid. <laughs> that whole level. <laughs> I did not like it at all. Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, all in all, I think it's different than SpongeBob for sure. It's inviting. Uh, you know, like you said, when I watched it, I was like, I kind of want to watch more. Like I would, um, but also they're long. Like I don't want to have to spend, you know, 20 minutes of my life watching this because it's not like that good, you know? Right. I, like I would rather watch regular SpongeBob before watching this. For sure. Sometimes. I would only be making a point to watch this to watch it. 
I wouldn't watch it just because I like it, I don't think, you know, because I don't think I'm going to like it like that. But maybe I will. I don't know. Who's to say? Uh, First episode, you know, I'm sure the show changes a bit as time goes on. And it's not just like the not every episode is going to be like an introductory episode like this. So, right. Yeah, I'm probably going to try to watch some of it at some point. We'll see. But uh, I have been one half of your hosts. My name is Alex Beardsley. You can find me on social media under the name Ashton Waganda. That's spelled A-S-H-T-O-N-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. Um, yeah, not really that active on social media, just a little bit here and there. Uh, but you can follow me. Feel free. Say hey, whatever. Comment on my stuff. Uh, yeah. That's it. Yep. I'm Zach Main. Totally rad underscore Zach on social media if you're looking. Um, you can send us a message at stripesweaterproductions at gmail.com if you want to email us. Um, you can give us a review and a rating on any of your podcast platforms that you listen on. That'd be appreciative so we can see what you guys like and what you don't like. Um, don't forget that you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash striped sweater. You can follow us on Facebook as well. We have a page that we don't talk to or talk on or comment on very often, but uh, it is a good way to get a hold of us. Um, and yeah, that's that's it for this. Hopefully you guys like the side quest. Uh, a little more SpongeBob branded than normal. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, let us know if you want us to review more of this and or do an episode of the Patrick Star Show, which we will probably do regardless, but just let us know. Yeah, and if you're someone who normally doesn't listen to the side quests and you're listening to this one, because uh, we know that there's a vast difference in people who listen to our side quests and our SpongeBob episodes, but this one, you know, maybe gets some of the other side. Um if there is something that you would uh, like us to watch and review, like a specific kind of show, let us know, because that would be fun. Uh, it would just be nice to to know what our fans also like and would like to hear us talk about. Yeah. Um, but if you want us just to talk about SpongeBob, tell us that, too. That would be cool. Reach out to us. Let us know. Yeah, get on Discord or Facebook or whatever. Yep, and that's yep. going to do it. <laughs> That's going to do it. So, that means that we must say goodbye. This is goodbye. Farewell. Toodaloo. Toodles. Gucci. <laughs>